How's it going, everyone? Brad Williams here with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Uh, this episode is just a, more of a story of uh, my lower back injury that I uh, sustained about two years ago. Um, and it's a very specific one to the uh, a herniated disc, L5-S1, all the horrible things I went through, some of the stuff that could have been prevented and ultimately led to uh, surgery, microdisectomy. So if you want to hear the story or if you have anything close to that, you'll probably listen in, but this might be a long one. <laughs> so two years ago, I uh, was moving some equipment out of my gym. I'm a personal trainer. If you guys have been listening to my podcast and gym owner, I was moving it from one facility to my other facility. And in this particular gym, uh, we have eye hooks that are bolted into the concrete right where the shed door uh, raises up. We're in an industrial park. And we like to hook our ropes, battle ropes, to these little carabiners. And those carabiners clip right onto those eye, eye bolts. And they're big, huge eye bolts that kind of sit up like four or five inches. A, a huge OSHA hazard um, if you don't put any type of warning over them. And so we put orange cones on those. So when we raise the shed door, they're exposed and we throw uh, orange cones right over the top of them. And that's kind of the process we used for that. Well, I, uh, at the time I was, like I said, moving in some a couple pieces of weight equipment and uh, p- pulled my truck up to the back and uh, <clears throat> pulled out a couple heavy items and, and then one of them was just like an A-frame rack you throw uh, weight plates on. It was only really 30, 40 pounds. And for me, that's nothing. Um, but we didn't put the orange cones back up on the eye bolts because we were just in there for you know five minutes tops to move this stuff. That was a dumb mistake because as soon as you pass those and turn around, your brain already forgot they're there. And for the first couple items that we took out, you know, no problems. And then me, I had that little A-frame weight plate rack and walked and hit my right toe onto the eye hook and fully leaped out with my left foot into the biggest split lunge you've ever seen, holding that 30, 40 pound rack. And I stopped myself. So the one time in the world where all my balance training screwed me, I probably should have fell with this thing. But this thing did have a couple, you know, bars sticking out that might have impaled me or cut me up or something. But I caught it fully and held it, and then the weight jerked and I stopped it from falling. So not only did I catch myself, I stopped the 30-pound rack from leaving my arms. Oh, that was the worst thing I could have ever done. I immediately felt a little tweak pop. But no immediate pain and, uh, you know, checked myself. Everything was kind of fine. And then we continued to finish the rest of the stuff and and uh, that was done for the day. Then I think by lunchtime of the next day, I noticed, oh, my God, I think right there on the spine L5S1, I was feeling something. So I was like, maybe it's just something a chiropractor could fix. You know, I'll schedule something uh maybe this week or next week. Then the next day happened, and I was completely immobilized. So it took about a day and a half for this injury to really inflame and set in. And, uh, oh, my God, just not really too much pain, but just could not walk. So I got a chiropractic appointment uh, from one of my friends, 
and for the next day and the next day even worse i could barely even get in the car probably not even safe to drive uh, made it to his facility and i'm not kidding you guys i couldn't i couldn't uh lean over one millimeter not to mention the footsteps i was taking one inch shuffle footsteps just to get to his thing. And he happened to be the only chiropractor that I know that's on a second story with all the possible injuries he could possibly have. And I took me probably 15 minutes to hand over hand, pulling my body up each stair step to even get in there. I was bad. So finally got in there, told him the story, did all this stuff to me, worked on me for like an hour. And, uh, Oh my God, some of the things he did, uh, pop it back into place or whatever he needed to do. I was screaming bloody murder, but got out. Then I had to walk around his, I finally got down the stairs again, walked around his parking lot. Cause it was even worse than before. Like maybe half inch steps, shuffle steps. So I was walking around the parking lot and probably, I mean, I probably took an hour and I had to go to work to the gym too. So, and I had given myself plenty of time. So I just, I just started doing laps, 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 laps. And that's what he told me to do to just get some blood flow back in there. And it'll start at least opening up, you know, cutting down some of the inflammation. And he was right. Got back in the car, made it. And just what a miserable day that was at personal training. Next day. Ooh, I felt really good. You know, there's still something in there, but holy crap, it probably took 70% of the pain out. Um, so I scheduled an x-ray with my doctor. Showed nothing. Okay, maybe it was just a, just some inflammation. Maybe it moved a disc. Maybe uh, bulged a disc. Who knows? But as far as the x-rays, all the bones are there. That's fine. That was a mistake number one, by the way. Uh, I should have got a freaking MRI. Because the MRI would have shown that I had a torn or a blown uh, disc on my L5-S1 that was leaking the fluid in the disc. And you could see that fluid on the MRI. So that's, that's number one. Anytime you're over 40 and have some type of injury on any muscular structure or bone, go get the MRI. And the only reason I didn't was because I thought they're thousands of dollars. And it turns out, at least through my doctor, he can get them for uh, 300 bucks. Oh, God. I, th- I think the x-ray was just 100 bucks. It's like three, just barely three times as much as the x-ray was. Anyways, going back to the story. Thought I was good. Started rehabbing. I have a physical therapist that's in my actual gym. That uh, that was you know a saving grace too. And uh, just all the manipulations. He's checking me and everything, and put me on a program. And within a month, I was feeling great. Um, prior to this injury, I just picked up hockey. By the way, and uh, so I went back to hockey maybe two months after that injury. And you know I you know gone skating first and practicing and all that and doing my stick handling at home and then finally got back on my team and, and, you know, started playing. And I think I made it a good four weeks. Um, before I took, uh, one guy checked me from behind, took a kind of a nasty spill and in hockey, you're all padded up. So it doesn't hurt that much, but still it was an awkward spill with enough little blunt force 
to, you know, start causing me some pain the next day. Not to mention my workouts had gone up back to exactly where I was and doing heavy weights, heavy squats, all that kind of stuff. Well, little did I know that that little herniation was leaking fluid, like I said, and getting worse and worse and worse till it finally started tickling. If any one of you has ever had back surgery, you know where I'm going with this, your sciatic nerve. Oh my God. That sciatic nerve pain travels down whatever side you injured. Mine was the left side, all the way down to your toes and feels like hot acid fire. Not even fire. Acid fire napalm. Whatever whatever you can come up with. And that was just at the time like a level ten, level eight to ten pain. And I've never experienced that before. Oh my God. So now I'm experiencing this sitting down for too long, sitting in your car. I mean, just move, everything pisses it off. Now now I'm in trouble. So now I go back to my doctor and they schedule my MRI and that's when I see the problem. <clears throat> go back to my physical therapist. Now we know what it, what he needs to do to, for that. Gave me some new exercises and, and I tried for, I think... A month and a half, and I, I. This is coming from a personal trainer. This is not a normal person. Gets some exercises from their therapist and maybe does them twice a week, if that. Um, this is a personal trainer. When when we're set to what our goals are in fitness, we're doing them. I'm doing these things five to six times a day for two month month and a half straight, and it's only getting worse. So my level eight to ten pain became a full ten pain, then a. 15 pain, then a 20 pain. And the only reason I say it's increasing that level is because before that was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. And that's why I called it level 10. Little I know it got worse and worse and worse to the point where I was like level 30 pain. And now I'm like, screw you therapist. This ain't working. I'm going to see a surgeon. So I made some things happen and I got to see a actual back surgeon. It was a referral from one of our clients. Awesome guy. Got came in. My dad's a doctor. So I brought him with me to the appointment. And then the surgeon looked at this and said, this is a really bad herniated disc. Um, and for those of you that have had anything herniated or, or a bulge or even spinal stenosis, which is another sp- spinal problem that goes all the way up your spine, <laughs> more prevalent than, you know, the elderly. But uh, this was a six, me- six, meter- six millimeter herniated disc. And, you know, the usually they say eight to ten is where you need surgery. Six is kind of the middle mark. But the funny thing with mine was the leak took such a hook, and you could see it on the MRI, that it was going to the closest possible bone, which was like my side of my hip bone. Um, but either way, this leak was pinching my sciatic nerve between that gel, the leak from your disc, and that bone, and smashing the hell out of my sciatic nerve. Now, this is more pain than a normal person with a 10 millimeter bulge is experiencing because of this sandwich effect. So I basically told him I had gotten, I told him the whole story of me going from level 10 to 15 to 20. And and I recently had about where I'll wake up in the middle of the uh, middle of the night or even in the morning, I can't move. Everything's so relaxed. And even me winking will set the sciatic pain off. It's so bad. 
but you have to get up. So my wife will take me, take my hand, and we literally just have to one, two, three, go for it. And then bloody screaming murder, probably for 20 minutes, full crying, full grown man, crying his eyes out how painful this was. And I think at that point it was level 50. And that's, so that's what I told my surgeon. And uh, he's like, no, I don't need to hear anything else. I mean, usually they give you, uh, forgot what that injection is. They give it to pregnant women as well. It's a little spine cortisone shot or something in your spine that helps with inflammation. He d- didn't even recommend that. He had to go in there. Let's get this thing scheduled. The only thing that made me cry after he said what was next was that the soonest he can get me in was a month. And almost, I just started crying. <clears throat> so, you know, you take what you get. And there's no way I could go one more day with this kind of pain. So wrapping up that appointment, talking to the nurse and scheduling nurse, and I basically pleaded with her, is there any way, like, if someone bounces out, I could be first on the list? And she said, to tell you the truth, there's no no one really on that wait list. I'll put you up on, on make sure you're the number one person. Oh, so that was awesome. And I think a week and a half later, <clears throat> I had my surgery. And it was like a 30-minute surgery. It was a microdisectomy, if anyone wants to look that up. It's not the worst uh, spinal surgery you can have. So the microsectomy, they, they, don't, they cut your skin, they cut your muscle, they do not cut your bone. The little tool they use weaves right through some of your muscle fibers and your bone. Uh, oh, that's what it is. They don't cut your muscle. So it weaves through all the muscle fibers to get to the spot they need. They scooped off the gel, the leakage that six millimeter millimeter bulge of uh, spinal leakage and they pull it out somehow. And then they just stitch back up your skin. No muscle was ever cut. So it's literally one of the best ones to have because there's other ones that they have to remove part of your spine and do all sorts of other stuff. And I, I already knew about this too, because during the time of all this pain and waiting game, you know, I was a YouTube, uh, you know, doctor or spine doctor myself. I'd watched probably over a hundred videos of all these people going through their stuff. And it also helped me decide to go the surgery route because all these people going through this pain were still going through this pain. And all the ones who got their surgery said, and they were crying in the videos that this is the best thing they ever did. And I am now one more of those people who says, if it's that bad, no amount of therapy is going to help this. It's, it's too late. Maybe my body would have reabsorbed that gel a year, two years later. I couldn't go one more day with that pain without jumping off a building. So that was my story. I've had I've met countless other people um, that have had L4, L5s or spinal stenosis and going through similar, never to the pain level that I had, but bad. And uh, to this point, I'll never make make fun of a usually older person. <laughs> Some of my clients, you know, forever complaining about lower back pain and especially sciatic pain because it is the real deal. Hope that you guys never, ever get it. There's really nothing you can do to prevent it. Like I had never really gotten a major injury in my life. And being a personal trainer, lifting all that kind of heavy weight, I always have perfect form. Someone's you know, other trainers are watching too. Never had anything like this. And a stupid little accident moving a 30 pound stupid rack is what caused this. Um, the only thing I can say of this whole story is, you know, when your pain level gets to that point, get the damn surgery. And then the other point being get the MRI. It's, it's not as much as you think MRI for everything. 
So that's all I got to say. That's my story. You know, if anyone wants to reach out with theirs or go on YouTube and research yourself, but sciatic pain is no joke. That's all I got. Thanks, guys, for listening.